For I've had enough of this world and its pleasures. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. I will arise and go forth to the house of my father. I will arise and go forth to the house of my young. House of my young. Shalom, and welcome to today's teaching on the Hebraic roots of Christianity, where we study first century Christianity and the faith that Jesus, whose Hebrew name is Yeshua, which means salvation, taught his disciples. And now, Hebraic roots teacher Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries International. Shalom. I'm Eddie Chumney of Hebraic Heritage Ministries, and we welcome you to today's teaching on the subject, What the Rabbis Teach About the Messiah and the New Testament Application. This is part two of the series. Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 and 22, it is written, Then Yeshua went there and departed in the coast of Tyre and Sidom. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Yahweh, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. Matthew 22, verse 42, saying, What do you think of the Messiah? Whose son is he? And they said, Well, he is the son of David. Back to the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner on page 64. He writes and explains how Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 is associated to the Messiah and him being the son of David. And over these redeemed and blessed ones will rule the King Messiah who is seen as a personal Messiah, a Messiah who is the son of David based upon Isaiah in chapter 9 verse 6 which reads, For a child is born unto us, a son is given unto us, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful. In counsel is God the Mighty, the Everlasting Father, the Ruler of Peace. Yeshua is our Savior. In Luke chapter 1, verses 30 through 32, it tells about Yeshua being the Savior in that he is going to sit and rule on the throne of his father David. It is written, And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, ye shall conceive in your womb, and shall bring forth a son, and shall call his name Yeshua. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And Yahweh Elohim shall give unto him the throne of his father David. Now, from the book, From Exile to Redemption, Volume 2 on page 6, written by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson, he writes, This explains why Mashiach is known by the name of King David, as in the prophecy concerning the end of days and my servant David will be king over them. Yeshua as we just read from Luke chapter 1 verses 30-32 if King Messiah is a term for the Messiah and this term is associated with David we can see once again the connection to Luke chapter 1 verse 32 that Yeshua would sit on the throne of his father David. 
David. In the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klosner on page 101, it is written and we can see how this individual personal Messiah is likened unto a shepherd. But we also find in Jeremiah, the individual Messiah. In Jeremiah 23 verse 4, it writes, of the Messiah, and I will set up shepherds over them who will feed them and they shall fear no more. Yeshua in the Brit Hadashah in the Renewed Covenant in this New Testament application of what the rabbis explain is the expectation, the characteristics of the Messiah. Yeshua makes the affirmation and claim that he is the good shepherd. John chapter 10 verse 7 and verses 9 11 and 16 it is written. Then said Yeshua unto them. Again, verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring and they shall hear my voice and they will be one fold in one shepherd. So the one shepherd who is seen as being the Messiah is going to rule and reign over the nation of Israel who is likened unto sheep. They were divided into northern kingdom and southern kingdom. So Messiah is going to rule and reign over his people. And when they do, that he will rule and reign over a united kingdom, even as David ruled over a united kingdom. So Messiah will rule and reign over one sheepfold and he is the one who reigns over them during the Messianic era. Next, we're going to look at the names of the Messiah. In the Midrash Rabbah, the Sanchino Midrash Rabbah, volume 7, page 137, it is written, The school of Rabbi Shiloh said, The Messiah's name is Shiloh, as it is stated in Genesis chapter 49, verse 10, until Shiloh come. In the Sanchino Midrash Rabbah, volume 2, page 956, it says, Until Shiloh come. This alludes to the royal Messiah, as it says of him, and unto him shall the obedience or the gathering of the people be. So Messiah is going to gather his people. And so that's why he's the good shepherd that rules and reigns over a united northern kingdom and southern kingdom. In the book Torah Studies by Rabbi Menachem Schneerson on page 78, he explains how it's the role of the Messiah to gather the exiles of Israel and he connects this thought of this theme to Genesis chapter 49 verse 10 until Shiloh come and unto him shall be the gathering of his people. Rabbi Schneerson writes, this interconnection between Moses and the Messiah is alluded to in the verse, and the scepter shall not depart from Judah until Shiloh come. In Hebrew it's ad ki yavo Shiloh. This is taken to refer to the Messiah because the words yavo Shiloh and Mashiach or Shiloh come in Messiah are numerically equivalent in the Hebrew. It's taking the Hebrew word in the numerical value of the Hebrew expression, which is called gematria. Every Hebrew word or every Hebrew letter has a numerical value. So this phrase Shiloh come in Messiah are numerically equivalent so you can make a spiritual connection. The same equivalent also applies to the words Shiloh and Moses so that the coming of the Messiah is related to Moses. Because this is such an important concept that Messiah is the 
last redeemer and Moses was the first redeemer and Messiah is the greater Moses and he does the works of Moses but on a greater scale. That is why it is so absurd to believe that Yeshua died on the tree to do away with the teachings of Moses and the redemptive work that Moses was used for in bringing the children of Israel out of Egypt because Messiah is associated and connected to the redemptive work of Moses. So that is why in John chapter 10, because of this association and connection, it says in John 10, 11, that Yeshua is the good shepherd. And in John chapter 10, verse 16, that he says that through his work, there will be one fold that is a united house of Jacob, and he will be the one shepherd over them. And that is why it says in John chapter 11, verses 51 and 52, that the death of Yeshua on the tree is related or associated with him gathering together the exiles of Israel, as it is written. And this spake he not of himself, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Yeshua would die for that nation. And not for that nation only, but that he would gather together in one the children of God scattered abroad. So Yeshua is dying to gather together in one to unite the children of God scattered abroad. Who is the children of God scattered abroad? It is northern kingdom, southern kingdom. And so we see how Yeshua's role is related, but on a greater scale to that which Moses was anointed with a task to accomplish when he led the children of Israel out of Egypt. In the book, The Messianic Idea in Israel by Joseph Klausner on page 462, we are told that the Messiah's name is Prince of Peace. Rabbi Josie the Galilean says, also the Messiah's name is called Peace or Shalom, for it is written, Isaiah chapter 9 verse 5, Everlasting Father, Prince called Peace. You know, it's very important for us to understand that these scriptures is understood by the rabbis to refer to the Messiah because they are often denied as related and associated with the Messiah today by Judaism. In the book of redemption by Moses Nachmanides, who went by the acronym of Ramban, on page 37, he writes, Rabbi Yossi the Galilean says that the name of the Messiah will also so be peace, for it says, Everlasting Father, Ruler of Peace. So, Nachmanides goes back to the same reference that we read from Joseph Klausner's book based upon Isaiah chapter 9, verse 5, and the Messiah's name being Prince of Peace. In the Renewed Covenant, we are told that Yeshua, his redemptive work, involved bringing peace, or shalom, to the world. Romans chapter 5, verse 1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have shalom, we have peace with Elohim through Yahweh Yeshua HaMashiach. Ephesians chapter 2 verses 13 and verse 17. But now in Messiah Yeshua, you who are sometimes far off, and this is an idiomatic expression referring to the northern kingdom, are made near by the blood of Yeshua because through his death on the tree, he gathers the exiles of Israel, John chapter 11 verses 52 and 53. And in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 17, 
nations. He came and he preached shalom to you, which were far off, and to them who were near. Who are those who are near? It's the southern kingdom or the house of Judah. How did he bring shalom? Is because he came and died and made a way for the forgiveness of the sins of the northern kingdom and southern kingdom for breaking the covenant at Mount Sinai. In the Sanchito Midrash Rabbah, volume 4, page 120, we are told, quoting Isaiah 52, verse 7, that the Messiah brings peace. The rabbi said, great is peace, seeing that when the Messianic king is to come, he will commence with peace. As it is said, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger of good tidings that announces peace. On page 468 of the Messianic Idea in Israel, Joseph Klausner writes and makes a reference to Isaiah 52, verse 7 once again, where he says, great is peace, for in the hour when the king Messiah is manifested to Israel, he will begin speaking with words of peace as it is written, Isaiah 52, verse 7, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him that brings good tidings that proclaim peace. We can see how Yeshua once again brought peace. John chapter 14, verse 27, he says, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you, let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And once again, Romans chapter 5, verse 1, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through Yahweh Yeshua HaMashiach. And continuing to look at the expectation of the rabbis regarding the name of the Messiah, in the Talmud, in Baba Bathra 75b, we are told that the name of the Messiah is Yahweh our righteousness. Rabbi Samuel, son of Namani, said in the name of Rabbi Yohanan, three were called by the name of the Holy One, blessed be he, and they are the following, the righteous, the Messiah, and Jerusalem. This may be inferred as regards the righteous from what has just been said. As regards to the Messiah, it is written, and this is the name whereby he shall be called, Yahweh is our righteousness. Jeremiah chapter 23 and verse 6. Joseph Klausner makes reference to the Messiah's name being Yahweh our righteousness in his book, The Messianic Idea in Israel, on page 102, quoting from Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 5 and 6, which says, Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I'll raise unto David a righteous shoot, and he shall reign as king and prosper. He shall execute justice and righteousness in the land. In his days, Judah shall be saved, and Israel shall dwell safely. So this is the role of the Messiah to gather the exiles of Israel, and this is the name whereby he shall be called. Yahweh is our righteousness. On page 103 of the Messianic Idea in Israel, and commenting about Jeremiah chapter 23, verses 5 and 6, Klausner writes, from ancient interpretations, and he's now referring to the Talmud, Baba Bathra 75b, which we just quoted from, and also Lamentations Rabbah 116, he says, it is possible to see that the authors of the Talmud and Midrash considered the two words, Yahweh is our righteousness, together as the name of the Messiah. And a reference to this is also made by Moses Nachmanides and in his commentary on the Torah, on page 412, he writes, And so also the name of the Messiah who will be called the Eternal, or Yahweh, is our righteousness. So from this we can see that the rabbis expected that the name of the Messiah would be Yahweh is our righteousness. 
Now, the Brit Hadashah, or the Renewed Covenant, speaks about Yeshua being our righteousness. Romans chapter 3, verse 22. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Yeshua Messiah, unto all and upon all them that believe. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 30. But of him are you in Messiah Yeshua, who of God is made unto wisdom. He's made righteousness and sanctification and redemption. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 it is written for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him so the name of the Messiah is Yahweh is our righteousness now from the Torah anthology on the 12 prophets volume 2 page 330 we can see that another name for the Messiah is he's regarded as a righteous branch once again from Jeremiah chapter 23 verse 5 for it says, For behold, I will bring my servant to bloom. This pertains to the Messianic king, as it says, Behold, the days come, says Yahweh, that I will raise to David a righteous bloom or a righteous branch. Messiah is referred to as the branch in Zechariah chapter 6, verse 12. From the Torah Anthology of the Twelve Prophets, volume 2, page 367. Quoting from Zechariah chapter 6, verse 12, it says, And you shall speak to him, saying, Thus says Yahweh of hosts, saying, Speak, saying, Behold, a man whose name is Zamach, the branch, or bloom, and from him will bloom, and he will build the temple of Yahweh. The one whose name is the branch will build the temple of Yahweh. According to Rashi, the man whose name is Zamach is the Hebrew word. That is the Messianic king. So the Messiah will build the temple of Yahweh. And the same reference to Zechariah chapter 6 verse 12 can also be found in the Sanchino Midrash Rabbah, volume 7, page 136. Rabbi Joshua, son of Levi, said, His name is Bloom, or Shoot, as it is stated. Behold, a man whose name is Shoot, or Zamak in Hebrew, and who shall shoot up out of his place and build the temple of Yahweh. The New Testament application is found in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 21. Yeshua builds the temple of Yahweh. It is written, Now therefore, you are no more strangers and foreigners but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of Elohim and you are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets Yeshua Messiah himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together grows unto a holy temple in the Lord from Klausner's book the messianic idea in Israel page 229 we're told that the Messiah's name is son of man and this is from Daniel in chapter 7 where it refers and it says beginning in verse 9 I saw in the visions of the night and behold there came with the clouds of heaven one like unto a son of man and this is actually Daniel chapter 7 beginning in verse 13 on page 230 of Klausner's book the Messianic idea in Israel he goes on to say regarding the book of Daniel after the composition of the book of Daniel it was thought among the Jews that this son of man was the Messiah. This is not surprising. He would be a human being that could approach the throne of God and that could be given dominion and glory in a kingdom in whom all the peoples would serve and whose dominion would be an everlasting dominion could not possibly be other than the King Messiah. So Daniel chapter 7 verse 13
19 is also made reference to in Moses Nachmanides' book, the Book of Redemption, on page 16, he writes, from Numbers chapter 24 in the prophecy there, I see him, but not now, a prophecy that Balaam made regarding the Messiah. I behold him, but not nigh. This day will come when there shall step forth a star out of Jacob. This star is the Messiah, as it is said of him, and behold, there came with the clouds of heaven one like unto a son of man. And Nachmanides make reference again to this thought in his commentary in the Torah of the book of Numbers, page 283, where commenting on Numbers 24, verse 17, it says, There shall step forth a star of Jacob, because the Messiah will gather together the dispersed of Israel from all the corners of the earth. And it is said about him, Behold, there came with the clouds of heaven one like unto a son of man. Daniel chapter 7, verse 13. In the Sanchino Midrash Rabbah, volume 6, page 528, we can see the same thought. It is written. How do we know the same of the King Messiah? Because it is written, He shall have dominion also from sea to sea and from the river under the ends of the earth. How do we know that he will hold sway on land? Because it is written, All kings shall prostrate themselves before him. All nations shall serve him. And it also says, Behold, there came with the clouds of heaven one like unto a son of man. And there was given unto him dominion that all people should serve him. Daniel chapter 7 verses 13 and 14. The Brit Hadashah, or the New Testament application, we can see in Matthew chapter 26, verses 63 and 64, where Yeshua refers to himself as the Son of Man. It says, But Yeshua held his peace. And the high priest answered and said unto him, I adjure you by the living God, that you tell us whether you are the Messiah, the Son of God. So what is Yeshua's answer? Are you the Messiah? He says to him, Yeshua said, you have said, Nevertheless, I say to you, hereafter you shall see the Son of Man sitting on the right hand of power and coming in the clouds of heaven. And so the high priest who have been questioning Yeshua would have known that that verse speaks about the Messiah. Yeshua said, I am the one that that verse is referring to. So the message was very clear to him, what Yeshua was saying. Now let's look at how the Messiah is associated in the rabbinic expectation to Isaiah chapter 9, verse Six. On the Sanchino Midrash Rabbah, volume 7, page 22, it is written, another explanation. He said to him, I have yet to raise up the Messiah of whom it is written, for a child is born unto us. That refers to the Messiah. In Joseph Klausner's book, The Messianic Idea in Israel, on page 56, referring to the Messiah in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, he writes, that there would be a personal Messiah, and what's written about him is, for unto us a child is born. And then Isaiah chapter 11, verse 1, it said about the Messiah, there shall come forth a shoot out of the stock of Jesse. Yeshua is from the stock of Jesse. He is the root of David. Romans chapter 1, verse 3, concerning his son, Yeshua Messiah, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David, according to the flesh. So the connection is made between the Messiah, Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, unto us a child is born, and he's from the roots of Jesse. And so the Brit Hadashah, or the New Testament application, does make this claim. Revelation chapter 5, verse 5, And one of the elders said unto me, Weep not, behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals thereof. Revelation 22, verse 16, I, Yeshua, 
have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and the offspring of David and the bright in the morning star. In Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 7 in the King James Bible, after it says in Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6, unto us a child is born, it says in verse 7, in the increase of his government and peace there shall be no end. Well, that's going to conclude part two of the series on the subject, What the Rabbis Teach About the Messiah and the New Testament Application. Shalom in Yeshua the Messiah. Amen. Thank you, Eddie. This is Stephen Morgan, and all of us here at Hebraic Heritage Ministries pray that you have enjoyed today's teaching. If you've been blessed, will you help us to share this message with others? Hebraic Heritage Ministries is supported by your generous financial gifts. In order to help you in your studies and to help us share this message with others, we are offering today the DVD, Yeshua the Lawgiver, for free for a love gift of any amount to the ministry. Hebraic Heritage Ministries also offers a monthly discipleship program. If you are interested in starting a fellowship group in your area, let us know. We would like to help you. Please contact us for more details. Our website is hebroots.org. That's H-E-B-R-O-O-T-S dot O-R-G. We would like to hear from you. Please send us an email. Finally, in order to take advantage of today's free offer, please mention this product offer and... Please mail your love gift to Hebraic Heritage Ministries, P.O. Box 81, Strasburg, that's S-T-R-A-S-B-U-R-G, Ohio, 44680. Until next time, may Yeshua richly bless you.